We're very thankful, as always, to be joined by Congressman from Illinois' 12th District, Mike Bost. Mike, thanks for the time. Oh, Will, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, You know, you're in the middle of uh, plenty of ongoing talks about this uh, budget situation. There's a lot to talk about there, but is there anything at this point really resolved? Well, as of, as of last night, um, we actually passed four... I'm sorry, we passed three of the 12 bills. We passed the Defense, Homeland Security, State, and Foreign op- Operations. Those three were passed. Uh, agriculture fell short, so we're going to have to look and see what amendments need to be put on to vote on that one. Uh, and then we are looking at a possible uh, conservative CR uh, for about 30 days uh, that they're going to try to pass today. I don't know whether we have the votes or not. Regardless of whether they do or they don't, we still got to stay in here and try to keep working towards uh, an, an end. Um, so uh, when I say that it's a conservative CR, it actually reduces a couple places uh, in, on spending, but also it, it ties with the border wall, uh, which is vitally important, I think, right now. So we're, we're working on this. We've been like four days till two o'clock in the morning past, uh, continuing to work on amendments and trying to, to, to come to that closure on each one of these bills to send stuff to the Senate. Now, you know, I'm hoping it. I'm hoping that it uh, that, that it gets a CR passed because that way we won't shut down government. But it is important to know, Will, uh, that a lot of services will still be being provided uh, around the nation, even during a shutdown. You know, like medical health for for the for veterans, uh, paychecks. You know, uh, whenever you're if you're a uh, if you're an employee of the federal government, uh, it's it's. It can get rough if we still go on too long because, you know, the, that pace has stopped. Non-essential items that the government does start shutting down. And so we're trying to keep that, avoid that. Another thing that has been ongoing is the Biden impeachment inquiry. Uh, yes. Congressman Bost, what do you think the outcome of this is going to be and what are the timelines? Well, let me tell you, first off, that, that you, you, you got to make sure, and you just did, said it right, it's the impeachment inquiry. By having an impeachment inquiry, not an impeachment, it allows the committees to do their work of oversight but also have subpoena power. Um, I think that uh, there, there are definitely um, some things out there that the people will be surprised that have already been found. We just make, make sure we have subpoena powers to, to get the proof in hand. And let me explain why, Okay. The Democrats, when they the twi- two times they impeached Trump, um, they had no hard evidence, but, but but they had the votes politically. Okay, we on the other hand believe. Look, if you remember, and, and you know this, and, and everyone in my constituent know this, I've been through a real impeachment. We impeached Rod Blagojevich. Uh, I was right in the middle of that. And what you have to do is is, is impeachment is just the one part. The one part is basically it's like the grand jury. Uh, so what we're doing through this is, is collecting information because there was enough. We believe that there is there there, but you've got to make sure, like in a court of law, that there is there there. And then we will be, uh, if that's the case, then we will move forward with impeachment. If we don't have it, but let me tell you that a lot of this information is coming out along with a lot of people who were on the inside and bank records and phone records and other things are able to be brought forward now that b- before the impeachment inquiry, they didn't have the power to go after. Um, so if, if you ask me how long of a time frame, I do not know. 
I trust that uh, Chairman Comer, along with Chairman Jordan, as well as the Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith, will also, all three of these are being very aggressive. Uh, their staffs are doing, I mean, an unbelievable research and finding out some things that I think the American people will be shocked about. United States Congressman Mike Bost uh, with me today. Uh, something that I noticed, I think it was yesterday, get a press release that says uh, Bost votes to restrict Ukrainian funding. And I know yeah. that, you know, many times we have spoken. You have uh, believed that supporting Ukraine and that effort has been the right thing to do. Uh, what has changed sure. uh, at this point? So I voted last night to cut the Ukraine funding in the defense appropriation bill. And that was that was in the middle of the night last night. But I also uh, co-sponsored the Define the Mission Act, which is to provide transparency for our tax dollars when they're going to Ukraine. Hey, I believe that we have to make our investment. But right now, the bill, what the bill has to do is it has to require Biden to provide comprehensive plan where the American tax dollars are being spent and provide oversight so that we know they're being spent on what? We, you know, being bullets, band-aids to help them win the fight. Just sending money over and then all of a sudden have no oversight, that is not good. We did that as a knee-jerk reaction uh, back in uh, uh, earlier last year uh, to try to help. Uh, matter of fact, most of my constituents agreed with that at the time. But when we began to see through other outlets besides our own oversight, that money might have been going to places that shouldn't have been going and was not actually necessarily going to the fight, that's when I decided, now, let me tell you, the bill passed, fund them, but it was not with my vote that it passed. But, they, but the, the oversight must be done. That's only sensible at a time when we're fighting for fiscal sanity here in the United States. We don't need to be sending tax dollars untethered uh, to other nations. I want to win the fight. I want Ukraine to win the war. I want them to put Putin and, and all of them back in his place. But um, it's something that we have to make sure that if we're using American taxpayer dollars, we have to do make that investment. If we're going to make the investment, we're, we're going to have to have oversight. Of course, we continue to see that the southern border has a flood of migrants coming across. The city of Chicago has announced that they're going to be putting up tent cities to uh, shelter these folks. What are the conversations surrounding that ongoing problem? Okay, that's that's right now. That's one of the things on our continuing resolution is a solution to the problem and aggressively going back in to, to have a controlled border. And the only way you can have a controlled border is a wall or a fence or something like that so that you have a ways of a, a narrow gate to pass through where the border control agents can do their job. And um, that's what we need to make the investment in. We also need to make sure that the policies change to, to stay in Mexico, go back to the Trump policies uh, to, to try to thin this down. We, Even if we get it done, though, it's going to take forever to get straightened out what has happened with this administration. But we, it is the most hot topic, not only around this United States in every district, but also here on the Hill. Mike Bost is with us today. Mike, I also uh, noticed that Prairie de Rocher um, yeah. is a uh, colonial uh, development there, a French colonial uh, yep. park, and you've uh, taken an interest in 
making a new designation there. Sure, sure. So, so the Prairie de Rocher, if, if, if your listeners have not been there, I'm pretty sure if you've been lived in Southern Illinois very long, you've you've been there. But it, so, you know, it's we're we're blessed to have this rich, long history that began long before uh, we were even a nation. You know, Prairie de Rocher was a French settlement that founded in 1722. Uh, it once uh, represented the most western boundary of the United States, and many of the sites are still standing right there today. They've actually done some archaeological digs and, and just recently found the old fort. Um, you know, it's worth preserving. So I'm, I'm reintroducing a piece of language that I couldn't get through during last session, uh, but you can make it through. I'm hoping to make it through this one. And that's designating Prairie de Rocha and the French uh, colonial historic and the French colonial historic district um, and make sure that it is protected and make it give it national park status. So I'll be working very hard to achieve that. Are you going to be back in the uh district uh, anytime soon i assume that you'll be in dc until this I, budget situation's worked out right you know i was really hoping to make it back last weekend that didn't work out i was here working most of the weekend and hashing things out and trying to get people on board for votes and i wish they'd quit changing the goal post or goal line as we're moving but at any rate so the answer is when we um you know unless they unless they shut the place down and said we're at an impasse and I have to go home and get a few things done at home. Uh, odds are I'll be trapped here, and it's really bad to be because there's a, you know we were originally scheduled to have uh, district work week uh, next week. In there is also uh, Boeing is making on the sixth. Boeing is making a major, major uh, uh, ribbon cutting for the plant that that's going to build the uh, uh, the drone refuelers. Uh, right there at Mid-America Airport. You know, that's going to be going on. And, and also me meeting throughout the district. All of those things will be put on hold until we figure out what we're going to do to try to move these budgets. Congressman Mike Bost, our guest today. Mike, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.